Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Happy Thursday! TGIT, baby. Um, hope you guys have been having a great week. I am uh, in L.A. for a few days shooting a TV show. Uh, Adam Devine Tour has been bonker city. The bus, the, the, the venues, the, the crowds, the drinking after, it's all been just an experience that I, I wouldn't trade for the world. But, uh, man, I am sleep deprived with a capital... Hey, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a blast. All of you that have come to the shows, all you ALN fans that have come to the shows, uh, appreciate the love, man. Uh, and we've got uh, about ten more days of the tour, uh, so go to AdamRayTV.com to check where we will be. Um, tomorrow we're going to be at the Laugh Comedy Festival in Aspen. We have two shows, seven thirty and ten thirty tomorrow uh, in Aspen, and then uh, Salt Lake City on Saturday. And then next week we finish it up with uh, Eugene, San Fran, L.A. I have to miss the shows in Boise and, and uh, Spokane, but uh, I'll be there for the last three. So uh, anyway, get your tickets. Come see us. Uh, hit me up if you um, if you can't get tickets. Maybe I can pull some strings. Um, been giving away a few free tickets each show. So um, anyway, it's been a blast. Thanks for coming out. Uh, my liver will thank me when it's over. Uh, today's episode is, uh, man, uh, the return of a hilarious comedian, uh, one of the best writers in the game. He is the co-host of the popular podcast, The Crab Feast, that he co-hosts with Jay Larson, another great comedian and friend of the ALN podcast. He just finished producing the Comedy Jam for Comedy Central, formerly known as the Goddamn Comedy Jam, which we have preached the praises of for many years. Uh, and uh, and he, he returned to, uh, to talk about producing the jam, fatherhood, uh, almost getting killed by a snake, and some of his best fight stories from growing up in Baltimore. I'm talking about the one and only Ryan Sickler returning to the podcast. Uh, laughs nonstop on this one. Ryan is just one of those guys that has an infectious laugh. He's one of the best storytellers you'll ever get a chance to listen to. And uh, he's a great uh, shoot-the-shitter, if that's a term. Just somebody you love to uh, chat with. He can talk about anything. And this podcast uh, reveals that in the highest form. So uh, enjoy the hell out of this. Subscribe to his podcast, The Crab Feast. Uh, it's, it's one of the best. And, uh, and follow Ryan on Twitter, at Ryan Sickler. Follow me on Twitter, at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad at Funny Brad, at Alan Podcast on Twitter, at Alan Podcast on Instagram. Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram. Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Brad Williams this weekend will be in Raleigh, North Carolina at Good Night's Comedy Club. Uh, so go see Brad. He's going to be doing stand-up uh, tonight. Through Saturday at Good Nights in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, get your tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. Next weekend, Brad, Thursday through Saturday, is in D.C. for his first time at the Improv in Washington, D.C., March 2nd through the 4th. Get your tickets at improv.com. And then Brad and I are both going to be in Salt Lake City, Utah for the Golden Spike Comedy Festival at Wise Guys Comedy Club. Uh, club. Club. See, I need to sleep. Uh, March 8th at 8 p.m., uh, a live ALN podcast at Wise Guys Comedy Club. Me, Brad Williams, our friend Marcus, an amazing impressionist singer. He took second place in Last Comic Standing a few years ago. Avery Pearson, our boy, is coming out to do some music. It's going to be a blast. Get your tickets um, at either bradwilliamscomedy.com or Adam Ray. Excuse me. Almost threw up in my mouth. TV.com and come see the live podcast. 
Uh, of course, I'm still on the Adam Divine Tour, so all my live dates are at AdamRayTV.com. Uh, after the tour ends here in L.A. on March 4th at the Wiltern, uh, I go to Gotham Comedy Club in New York City March 10th through the 12th. I go to the Addison Improv in Dallas, Texas March 16th through the 18th. And then the St. Louis Funny Bone March 23rd through the 26th in St. Louis, Missouri. All those tickets are at AdamRayTV.com. And the merch that you can get and bring to our shows is now up and running on AboutLastNightPodcast.com. Our merch store is up. We don't have all the shirts up yet, but we have a handful. So go there, get your shirts, bring them to the shows. We'll sign them for you, take pictures and all that jazz. Uh, so many great episodes on the horizon. We leak one of our uh, our newest bookings at the end of this episode, so make sure you listen to the end. TJ Miller's coming up. The creator of Rick and Morty is coming up. Uh, and some other special surprises that, uh, that I don't want to tease just yet. Uh, or leak just yet. I want to tease you. I don't want to leak you. What? Oh, fuck. I got to go to bed. Uh, also, one quick reminder. Uh, subscribe to my other podcast, The Good Call Podcast with Josh Wolf. We just had on Sports Nation and NBA Countdown host Michelle Beadle. Uh, we have some NBA players coming up. Joey McIntyre makes his debut on The Good Call Podcast next week. So subscribe to The Good Call Podcast on iTunes and live your life the right way. All right. Now that we got the tour dates out of the way, those are the Twitter handles and the merch info. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night Podcast with the very funny... Ryan Sickler. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. We uh, uh, wait. Th- this is your. Z- all right, so we're transitioning from aquarium from your. I'm, I'm sorry, aquarium. I'm yeah. not an aquarium. I, I'm okay. not, my well, I said zoo. The but aquarium is like the, the water zoo. zoo. The zoo of the sea. <laughs> <It's a water. laughs> That's all it is. It's a zoo of the sea. I get it. <laughs> um, but a couple of crab feast fans uh, hooked us up. They worked the Long Beach Aquarium. Like we'll give you a behind the scenes tour. Amazing. You know, bring the kids. So we, Jay and I, both brought the families. We went down. Um, they had us. They showed us. They, they let us feed the fish. They showed us all the ins and outs. But they, then they took us to the otters, and you would take a sardine, but you had to put it through a hole that wasn't much bigger than that sardine. I was like, why do you got to feed them like this? You know, because mm-hmm. they're they're you know they're in there laying on their back with their yeah. hands crossed and shit. And they're <laughs> all cute. Yeah. And um, the guy said, uh, "Well, last year we had uh, one of our employees who had been." You know, what is it? A, a, a marine uh, biologist? Is that right? Is that what they it works sure, at the sure. aquarium? Uh, yeah, fish handler. Call Mar- it marine, marine biologist. biologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sardine feeder. Sardine feeder. That's yeah. where I was going. <laughs> also and, sounds like uh, a really bad porn name. She was. <laughs> 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 what kind of porn is that? Oh, it's a sardine feeder. It's a sardine porn. feeder. <laughs> she was holding the otter like a baby. Yeah, yeah. and it bit her face. And it, her face. It ripped her her jaw off. All her like she had to have massive oh. reconstructive surgery. But even to that point, that it really like it deformed her. Yeah. So you. That's why. Because so she doesn't work there they'll anymore. They'll fucking kill you. She deployed a month last week. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, with you there. <laughs> Just for sticking around, yeah, you know. I'm the, like, what happened? Did you hold the sardine in your mouth? Yeah. Something come up? No, the otter got you. Man. Now is that yeah. so just moved on to angel fish? Yeah. Is that consistent with like baby raccoons? I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't even know if it was a baby. She was just holding it like a baby, and the thing yeah. just right, right up and grabbed her. Well, because I mean, people it. forget it's a freaking it's an animal. It, it's an animal. Yes, it's cute. 
It's adorable, but it's still an animal, and it's yeah. and it's unpredictable. It doesn't know it's cute. If it's got teeth or paws, I'm not fucking with it. No, and that's just how it was raised. You know? No, <laughs> we it's had just, a, there's a there's always a possibility of biting uh, and scratching, and like you don't and also, rabies and whatever rabies else comes and with that bite. And AIDS. Dude, everyone, that, <laughs> AIDS. everyone that goes, <laughs> hey, every, someone fucked a monkey and we got AIDS. That so. turtle gave me AIDS, man. <laughs> That's how I got him. HIV positive. Uh, that's Snapper Turtle. That's Bill. We gave him a boy a month. month. This is crazy. That Snapper Turtle's a slut. You know it. But it's just like you walk into these zoos and aquariums, and what? You look at a pamphlet with the animals. You like you see a couple Animal Planet shows. Nobody, like ninety eight percent of us, don't know anything about ninety eight percent of these animals. Yeah. It's why, like, even snorkeling. Like, anytime I've been in, in a position to do it. I'm always like I've done it a few times but like the really crazy and you know maybe I'm missing out on some fun but it's like dude I haven't done my research on any of these fish like yeah. there's a cute little yellow one they're like don't you want to pet that I'm like dude you don't know that like that that's, thing could puff up to <laughs> 10 times the size and then shoot saying. darts out of its ass we have saying. no idea just rubbing up against <laughs> yeah. you it's like just yeah. and everyone's like it's so beautiful uh, yeah. dude you walk out of there with something you don't even it's dude, not even identified I'm I did that in Hawaii and I'm just snorkeling i'm staring straight down and all of a sudden a fucking stingray like the one that took out the damn crocodile hunter yeah just goes right below me and it's like that's <laughs> nope. and it, to me it's like when you watched uh, the very first star wars episode four opening scene and that star Destroyer just comes over and you're like oh shit yeah like that's what like that's what it was it was just like oh i could die like right now that and thing could like Look, that thing could look up and be like, "Ah, dwarf fish. That's weird." I'm, I'm <laughs> so f- <laughs> and kill you. I would turn to my back as quick as I could. I treat every animal like it's a king cobra. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like I, so my brother, I have a a twin brother, and he was big into snakes. Didn't give a fuck. Like, and I don't mean just buying them at a store. I mean, they would catch black snakes in what? these pine trees in our just neighborhood. Just catch them? So, like, wild do, snakes? Dude, so I, one day, um, uh, it's my turn to cut the grass. And I love, we had a riding mower, and I loved cutting. We had the same. Like the most fun way to do same it. Same snapper in Camp I Me Love. That was our tractor, wow. just to give you a visual. <laughs> All right. And a bag catcher on the back. And uh, it's my fucking, it's summer. It's my turn. Maryland, hot and humid. My shirt's off. Nice cold Pepsi. Ooh, sexy. Yeah. And I see <laughs> three houses. Three. So our backyard. I'm in our backyard. And I see three houses up. Three backyards up is our buddy Jeff where he lives. And I see my brother and him with a broom. And they're standing some distance away from this big-ass pine tree. And they're whacking it with this broom. And I'm like, I, and they have a trash can. I'm like, oh, there must be a snake. Mm-hmm. And they must be trying to catch this snake. So I just, you know, I had my headphones on. Old uh, Sony Walkman, you know, wow. metal. Had to li- <laughs> stuck with one tape. Just one tape. What tape was on repeat? <laughs> Man, I had a bunch. I had Motley Crue back nice. then. Ozzy. Well I had Run DMC. Wow. There you go. Beastie Boys. That's great lawnmower music. That's good lawnmower music. Yeah. And um, I feel like that's like a lost album that was never made. Lawnmower music? Yeah. Like that, like That'd I would be a great collect. Like I would listen like to lawn. I, I would listen to lawnmower music if they had that playlist on Sirius. <laughs> You're right. Lawnmower yeah. music could have been like the new. Now that's what I call music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. 
They missed the boat on that. Yeah. Now that's what I call music, dude. After a while, once I get up to like 35, it was like, all right, dude, like we get what your style is. Yeah. It's everything that's played on the radio all the time. It's all just pop. Time. But like yeah. a lot more music, like you're going to get some eclectic, like yeah. you're going to sure. get some Motley Crue, but you're also going to get some Billy Ocean. Some Cindy Lauper in there too, man. Oh, yeah. that's good. Billy Ocean, you're goddamn right, Caribbean Queen. <laughs> while I'm dumping the bag catcher. Real quick side note, went and saw Billy Ocean two months ago in uh, north, uh, north of Sacramento with my dad. Still kills it. Does he? Was making jokes about taking girls back on the bus with him at 68. Billy. Dude, yeah. Get out of my dreams, get into my car. He definitely <laughs> fucking, yeah. that was, he took it literally. He was like, you know, but also get out of the audience and get onto my bus. <laughs> um, all right, so you're. So I'm cutting the grass, and then I, I'm about to go under our deck and I buy it. And I look up, and my brother's standing there with what looks like a seven, eight foot black snake. And he's holding it over my head, and I'm like, don't do it, Dick. Don't do it. And I go back to cutting the grass, and I think nothing of it. And some time goes by. They're gone. I'm not paying attention. And I go back by the deck again, and I just feel something just, like, slap the back of my neck, like, across the back of my neck. And I look to my right, and I just see this fucking snake's face right here. Oh, and shit. my brother had dropped it off the deck, and it wrapped around. Like, and oh, my I God. Screamed, like, ah! <laughs> and I grabbed that thing by the fucking neck, yeah. and I threw it. In yeah. front of me, and I put the blade down, and my brother's yelling, screaming, coming to get it, like, "Don't do it! Don't do it, Dick!" And boom, 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 chop that motherfucker up. <laughs> wow! And yes. I dumped it out at his feet, out of that bag. Indiana sickler. Snake. <laughs> I like it. I fucking hate snakes. My uh -huh. my brother would bring like, he would catch um, what's it called a, a garter snake. Yeah, like yeah. Those, the little were, ones. those are very common and harmless. But yeah. my brother would catch one. So. My, I remember we had a young, we have a younger brother, and uh, my mom would take him to the doctor. This one time, she took him to the doctor, and she's like, "You two just wait in the car." You know, she did not want the two of us in this pediatrician office fucking <laughs> shit up in the in the waiting room. So she sure. just sit here in the car. So we're sitting in the back. We had a Volkswagen Bug back in a day where that was okay, right? Totally fine. <laughs> and we're sitting in the back, and my brother reaches in like this little jacket and pulls out a fucking snake. What? And I go, "What the fuck? <laughs> when did you get that? Where did you? How long has that right. been in your fucking shirt? How long have you been waiting doing, for this dude? moment? And what did you say to that snake to get him to stay quiet right. and just fucking and stay in your shirt? <laughs> right. he, didn't, he didn't wiggle once, nothing. So now I'm, I get the fuck out. Like I'm just, I'm getting out of the car. Uh, he caught another one one time where, um, and he was ice cold. My brother was ice cold with him. He caught a black snake, and you know we'd we'd go to the pet store and get the little mice and feed it, and mm -hmm. they will only eat something that's alive. So if they struck this thing enough, like one time that the intestines came out and the thing's dead, so now he's not going to eat it. My brother's like, he's going to fucking eat it. He ties <laughs> fish string to the tail, and then he just makes it dance, and damn, that snake <laughs> comes over, boom, gets it, eats it. Uh, and then my brother He's like, goes, oh, that intestine's got some personality. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so he, he gets the down. fucking thing and, and goes to, you know, he's trying to move it with his hand. And the snake strikes his hand, totally hits him. And I'm standing there watching, and I recoil like, ah! And my brother does not look at his fucking hand. He doesn't say, ouch. He just rubs it, and he just stares at that fucking snake right in the goddamn face. And I was like, you are, who are you, dude? Holy I shit. mean, so the, unafraid of that shit. Is that so like, the question is, like, what is the nickname they gave your brother after all the, you know, idiot murders he did? <laughs> idiot. Because, like, that's like, a, that's like serial killer shit. That's crazy shit. Hey, did, he was, did you, do you list, like, snake catching as, like, a hobby on your eHarmony profile? <laughs> he goes with Wrangler. Oh, he goes oh, with Wrangler. Oh, my God. All right. That's how you know he's serious. Snake I, Wrangler. That's an, another good porn <laughs> title. 
I would watch it twice. <laughs> I, I mean, would, I'd, I'd pay for it too. I mean, would it be a gay porn, straight porn? I don't know, but it we're still be, gonna watch it. Could it be all the above. Yeah, it's a general blanket. Right there. <laughs> I just want to commend you on your skills too. I don't know, like what I would do. Like a snake drops on me. I guess your instinct is to grab it and oh, run yeah. off. get it all for you to get it off you. But yeah. like to grab like, it by the whip, neck. I like Indiana that. Jones lassoed <laughs> that shit in front of me. But and dude, caught that bitch. Out. I mean, was there a moment when you're even grabbing? You, you grab the neck. It was. Let me tell you something right Did now. Did it look at you? Did it like? It looked right at me. It was nothing graceful about this. Yeah. There was nothing manly about this. No. It was sheer panic. It looked at me, and I just, I just grabbed it and fucking chucked it. Right. You're gonna grab its neck before it can try to jump at you and bite. I thought I was going to, yeah. you know, fuck, strike me in the well, face. Well, because there's no time when you see a damn snake to, like, like stop and be like, wait, what kind of snake is yeah. it? The is snake, it all right? This, right. It, like, that's why I say it's a king cobra. I'm yeah. waiting for it to fan its fucking hood out. You, you know, know what like, I mean? Like, I don't have time right now. You don't, now. like, look up at your brother like, hey, is this the same one that you just... Exactly. No, you just grab and... Oh my and, God. you know, you also don't, you, you know what happened, but you don't have time. You're thinking of so many things like, that snake was probably looking at me like, what the fuck just happened? Well, because yeah. he you just know? got dropped on right. the shoulders. What he wasn't, that that yeah. doesn't happen in a snake's yeah. world. That's, yeah. That's not a day. He, he falls. It's not a regular day for a fucking snake. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? He, fa- like, he falls 10 yeah, you're feet. Putting him in a, you're putting the snake in a position yeah. to attack. Right. It's not a snake. Like, that's all you're Like, doing. if they're falling from the sky all of a sudden, right. but and I, they... In my mind, I know what's going on, but yes, what you said. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if that thing just fucking crawled. Maybe it got away from my brother and happened to crawl off the deck at the exact same. I don't know. By but the way, I knew. It, and this I knew. is and this is this is one of many reasons why you're a dope father. You know what I'm saying? Because you can <laughs> you can protect. <laughs> I can't wait for this. No, I'm I just saying protect. like there should be okay. like you know like uh, on top of just being a loving human being, but like there's certain things you should probably have to go through in life to be like, can you protect people like and that are new to this world? And a snake drops on you. From fucking, I don't know, 20, 30 feet away while you're mowing a lawn, how do you react? If you freak the fuck out and fall off the lawnmower, guess what, dude? No kids. Kids aren't in your future. Yeah, yeah. that's right. They're not. I mean, look, this is, <laughs> this is this is why I'm not running for office, but like... <laughs> I'm voting for you. But God like damn. Adam somebody... Ray's first executive order, the snake test for all potential fathers. <laughs> hey, man. So someday you'll, t- you'll tell your daughter and she'll be like, dude, that's the f- you're the fucking shit. I'm pr- I'm very good in uh, panic situations. Very good. Like Larson just did this uh, elaborate prank on me when we were on the road in Denver. Uh, he kept telling me that the flight was overbooked and they bumped him to a flight that wouldn't be getting in until about eight thirty. And our show's at ten. I'm like, all right, well, I'll just okay. meet you at the hotel. Yeah. And um, you know, I get to the airport. And it's a long story, but I end up getting to the hotel. And when I I love Denver. The best. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. We doing a live part of the comedy works? We did a, no, we did a stand-up tour based off the, the podcast. So. The Crafty stand-up tour. We did 11 cities in October, November. And Great. Uh, fall, awesome. fall, fall tour. Fall move. tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Denver. I love Denver. So we, we actually were in a nice hotel for a change. Uh, we usually get decent. This was nice. And I go over to the, I turn on every light in the room. I don't normally do that. And I go take the curtains and I throw those fucking curtains open to see the beautiful view. Yeah. Mm. Rockies and on. Larson is sitting in the corner of the curtains and he just goes, ha! And he's, oh. he's recording it. <laughs> oh my God. And the whole time, he's not on my flight. He's, yeah. And my heart didn't didn't even bump a move. I I what? because even he was blown away by it. And it's he's we played it on the Crafties. He's got yeah. a video of it, and all I can say is, dude, how'd you do that? <laughs> I it didn't scare me. You one didn't bit. punch him in the face. No, he tried to kill me. That's heart attack shit. Yeah, I'll really, tell you what happened. It but really is, man. I yeah. couldn't. 
I I thought he time traveled. I couldn't get past. I'm telling you, yeah. dude. I couldn't get past. Yeah. How the fuck are you sitting there time right tra- now? Yeah, the, the There's no way I missed you on my flight. There's no way I missed right. you at either airport. There's no way. And then, but and, there was a way. Yeah, and and he then you're looking at him like me. really you you did time travel and the and what and what you decided to do was scare me. Right. You, you, didn't go, you didn't go back and kill Hitler or nothing. He, I, yeah, right. That's a good point too. The mystery the mystery of time travel always trumps just sheer startle. Like, I was like, just like, wait, what? Yeah, and he goes, he goes, that's all I get. I go, that's all you fucking get, bro. <laughs> he goes. You, he goes. Uh, he said something about being scared. I go. I don't get scared, man. I get startled. Yeah, and that's it. That's the difference. Yeah, I get. I'll get startled. You'll startle yeah. me. But I couldn't get past that he was sitting there, and the whole time he was three rows behind me with a fucking jacket over his head, <laughs> and I just didn't pay attention. Yeah, because you're not an idiot yeah. with a guy. Yeah. You walk onto a plane, you're in your he, own he zone. He zipped past me and everything. There were so many wow. opportunities for him to get snagged. He he sprinted. I call him. <laughs> And he's running. He's I'm, I'm rushing into LAX right now, but he was really leaving Denver. He beat me to the hotel. So the guy down front's like, oh, you're already checked in. I'm like, can't be. I just showed up. This is me. I'm not checked in. I'm <laughs> yeah. right here. And that's because he had got – and man, and the, the, the thing was weird. Like, the ledge was as wide as this table. It was really weird. So he was comfortably sitting in the corner. He goes, I even debated, like, standing right in front of you. I go, dude. He goes, I, I thought you might have tackled me and pushed us both out the window. I was like, yup. <laughs> He goes, what would have fucking scared you? I said, I'll tell you, this would have scared me. If you would have come out of the closet, like from behind me and tackle me, mm-hmm. I said, that would have scared the shit on me. Because you I'm, don't know who he is. Right. You can't see anything. And yeah. um, Jay's n- remarkably never been punched in the face. Really? In his life. Exactly. Uh, isn't it funny that that surprises me? Uh, right? <laughs> not that surprises <laughs> everyone. Him included, I think. It's also, not that he has a punchable face, but like, he's just got a punchable with, attitude. With that. <laughs> There you go. There you go. That's it is. Punchable attitude. And a, and a smirk that goes Everybody's along Everybody's got a punchable face. Yeah, all right. faces are punchable. <laughs> it's that's not t- one. It's not punchable. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> if you try hard enough, I mean. Remind me that. Yeah, yeah. All faces are punchable. <laughs> yeah. Um, until PC comes in and goes, not women's. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But if another woman wants yeah. to hit it, it's punchable. <laughs> it's punchable. Yeah. Go for um, it. But yeah, so I told him I would have been. I told him if you would have done that. I promise you that night would have been the first time you got punched in the face, probably repeatedly. <laughs> wow. Until I figured out it was you. <laughs> right. And it's because well, I would have just been wailing. I wouldn't well, be trying to figure out like blind oh, rage. No, that's Do I know? You? Yeah. <laughs> Attacking me in my hotel room in Denver. Oh, that God. is. Yeah. Have, have you um, uh, been in fights? Uh, a lot of fights. Yeah. 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 That's a East Coast thing or just a, a sickler thing? I, no, I mean, I really think Maryland, It's a, I, I can't say it's an anything thing because a lot of people have been in fights, but in Maryland, I just met a lot of people, especially through sports. We had a lot of fights through sports. Yeah. A lot of, you know. Playing, like, watching, both? Playing, always yeah. playing, okay. always playing. But, um, I mean, we've been kicked out of every indoor soccer arena in the Baltimore metropolitan area. I mean, why fighting. you're not coming up on stage to that credit? <laughs> right. Beyond me. <laughs> You know from the Crab Peas podcast also, <laughs> he, can't, he can't play <laughs> soccer anymore. This guy is not allowed in any yeah, indoor right. arena. Yeah. I'll be back to just shaking it out. In the Baltimore <laughs> metropolitan area. Uh, so many. I, I mean, God, I um, my favorite one is just because mm-hmm. it's so ridiculous because our goalie, or as some parents like to say, Goldie, uh, <laughs> got arrested on the field. For spitting in the referee's face. Yeah, you can't do that. Aggravated assault charge. Wow. That's when I learned what aggravated assault was. That they wow. booked them right on the field. No. So we had a, a, a melee. This team was yeah. playing dirty, and um, we never started it. I will say that. Our guys never started. But if you fucked with us, we were doubling down on everything. Yeah. And 
these guys were just hacky and cheap, and they were just a bunch of inner city hoods uh, and white guys. I'll almost make that very clear, just because okay. I know people are going to say hood, man. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just you know thug, abandoned, fucking <laughs> lost boys, basically. <laughs> Uh, with with all matching jerseys, you know what I mean. Their shorts didn't match. Their socks didn't match. They right. just had to have the matching penny. They and, they, uh, they didn't have they didn't have any Capri the, Sun at halftime. They were skins, actually. Everybody, yeah. they, were, they were skins. And um, so you guys have jerseys? No, we just decided to be skins. <laughs> this is it, right? Yeah, here. we yeah yeah we choose. We it. got into a huge brawl with them, mm-hmm. and the ref got in, and he ref pushed our gold our goldie. And the goalie, it should never have done this, but he spit in the guy's face. And while everyone's fighting, they call the police, and he gets arrested right on the field. Wow, it was pretty, pretty incredible, dude. the The amount of just testosterone that like adolescent males have in sports is kind of like uncharted. I mean, it's only rivaled by that of the fathers who sit in the stands and watch them and like daydream about still being able to play. Oh yeah, like the amount of yeah. stands fights that I watched playing high school basketball. Oh my god! To this day, I mean, like it's the reason why some nights I'll YouTube parent fights in stands and just fucking laugh yeah, for like three four hours it. laugh yeah. and also be like man i wish that fight happened in my game like it's it's crazy how serious you really like in hindsight take it but like it's also why sports are great like there's nothing you know comedy and, and just our business there's a competitive side to it but it's nothing like the emotions that you get from sports no no i mean for for better and for worse right and also you know a, a sport for me i played soccer a ton of soccer and you know, we were aggressive, and especially indoor guys are checking you on the board. Sure, you know, it's ha- it's going to happen. So it's hockey with shin guns. That's it. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that's it. That's if if they ever started a league up again, that's what that's how they should sell it. The one parent fight I saw. I, I mean, I have so many fight stories. The, the scariest one I ever saw was at Preakness. It's frightening. I saw a mob one Wait, time. A true pre- mob. Preakness, that, that, the horse race. Yeah, Preakness, the horse race. So um, you saw a fight there? Oh, Preakness is the infield. Yeah, you pack a hundred thousand people and you let them drink. Right, and there's tons of fights there, tons. But it's horse racing. Like, yeah, there, there's <laughs> gambling involved. But like, how do you get into a fight? Like, it's well, not you like- pack a tra- hundred thousand pieces of trash <laughs> into the middle of the thing and you allow. Uh, all right, I'll tell that one before I tell the. Well, I'll tell the parent one real quick. Okay, yeah, yeah, this yeah. this one was sports related. That Preakness is sports related yeah, actually, yeah. but no, I wasn't playing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this place. Where we played Pairing Parkway, we played indoor soccer at this place. We're in high school. I'm probably 15. I, I know I was because I had my learners, and I drove us to the the game. And I remember my dad just dying next to me because when I was on the highway, <laughs> when I first started <laughs> learning how to drive, I would properly put my blinker left blinker on to shift into a left lane. But as I did it and I looked, I would also take the car with it. I wouldn't look first and then go. <laughs> you just look and go. I would just be going as I look. My dad's screaming. His eighteen wheelers. Like, yeah. He's like, "Pull over!" I'm driving home and I'm going, "No, I'm not pulling over." And I would not pull over. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, You're yeah. fucking stuck over there. <laughs> and um, so that night we go and we're playing this team. Now, two weeks prior, I think it was two, probably two weeks prior, we were on a, the smaller f- practice field waiting for our next game. Mm-hmm. And someone on our team had words with someone on this other team that just got done playing. Now we're playing. Now we're playing them. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. this team that, that we had someone had beef with, just right. verbal. Now it's our turn to play them. So they come in super aggressive, and we're like, "Fuck this!" So we go back aggressive. Now there were only a handful. It's me and my brother fought, and then the goalie, the Regal brothers fought. Everybody else didn't really. They weren't really swinging. They so. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the Regal Brothers of Regal Cinema fame. Regal Cinema fame, yeah. And the Buick. And the Buick. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so. amazing? <laughs> if you just own Whatever happened shit? to the Regal Brothers? Well, I'll tell you what happened to them. Yeah. They got famous. Uh, all right. So, so they were both, they were great Goldies. They were a family of Goldies. <laughs> um, so, and great guys. So um, we're playing, and these guys are just coming at us cheap and dirty. So we go back. And at the end, we beat them. And at the end of it, um, one of the guys says something to me, and I go, let's fucking take it outside. So we go. I'm walking past my dad, and I go, hold my bag. I'm going to go outside and kick this kid's ass. My dad goes, be careful. <laughs> and that's, that is a Baltimore yeah. father right I there. I fucking go out. Well done. And what ended up happening was I entered Lando Calrustian. It's a trap. It was. Oh, man. It was a trap. No. He lured me outside. Oh, and, he, and, and you had all those boys out there? They were all in cars waiting. Oh. And these weren't guys that played. These were whatever, neighborhood buddy. Oh, I don't know what who the, the fuck they were. the shit, dude? And the they all had high school rings that they turned around and used to punch, you know? And they would smack your head like this with it. Ah. So I heard, I, in hindsight, now that I'm able to play it back, I remember... Like, this guy swung at me, and I just tackled him and just started just pummeling his face. Mm -hmm. And then I remember hearing, now that I think about it, car doors close. A lot of them around me. And then I just got swamped from the back. And I've been jumped several times. And when I'm jumped, if I've got one of yours underneath me, that motherfucker's coming with me. Like, I'm mm -hmm. not letting go. Right. I don't care what Good you're move, doing to yeah. me. This guy's also going to suffer so too. So you're high gouging, everything's whatever taking I have the to beating, do. but you're they're punching on. the shit out of my head, and I'm just punching him. And as they're punching, I'm punching, and then that's when someone from the uh, soccer place yelled in, and then everyone started filing out. Parents, everyone, and they realized what it was. Um, they were able to pull them off my back. I, I still, I have the scar back here, man. They what? split my head open. It was Damn. gushing, and you're sweating also, so it just right. it, it bleeds even worse. Was there one person that got you out of the out of no. like pulled you out? Let me or? tell you, I'm on the ground next to a car. I look up, and right here in the car with the door shut and locked is my buddy Shannon on our team, who was the guy that he had words with. And he's, I'm like, all you have to do is open the door. You have to open the door, you knock him off my back. Like, what do you, just open the door and shut it again. Open it right. and shut it again. Like, help. <laughs> Fucking help down here. So, um, I go to my car, and we had we also played lacrosse. I had a lacrosse stick in it. I just took that lacrosse stick, and I just started going through and just hitting anybody. I didn't Jones fucking and... know who it was in their face, their heads. Parents are fighting each other. I'm watching. I saw parents from the other team throwing kids on our team across the hoods of cars <laughs> and shit. Fuck? It was mayhem. Mayhem. Uh, and it was Pistons Pacers. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Malice at the Palace. And oh they called God. the police. And then that's when everybody started getting in their cars. And you could see them. So you had to come off the parkway and then come around. So you yeah. had time to get in your car and go out the other way. And you yeah. saw like five or six cars coming and took off. Damn. Uh, got banned from there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got banned from there. Moral, moral of the story. Uh, I mean, we got banned from so many places that we ended up having to play outdoor winter soccer at American Legions in February. To where you would cut your knee and it wouldn't bleed because it was just so yeah, fucking cold. Yeah. It would just sit well, there. And that's when no one's fighting because they're like, guys, let's just end oh, the game quick so we, can go, so we can go home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get warm. See, I, so many fights. I hate those stories where it's like, yeah, and then he had all the boys. And then he had all his guys jump. It's like, no. If someone says, let's step outside, it's mano a mano. That's it. That's it. It's one-on-one. -on -one. That's uh, the rules. I mean, you can tell me to shut up. I I'll tell you. I, I got jumped another time with my brother. Um, 
also got jumped in Irvine at the Eagles concert, but that one almost killed me and ended me up in the hospital. I, have no, I had nothing wrong to do there. but At an Eagles concert? Yeah, I know. That's what I should have got jumped for going to that. They <laughs> <laughs> should have beat my ass. You got jumped, jumped by a Hall of Notes fan. Don Henley! <laughs> Wait a minute. How does that go down? Uh, all right, so yeah. the jump with my brother? Well, which, the, what, I mean, I mean I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Well, I mean, first of all, I would love to know. An Eagles concert to me seems like the most unjumpable place. Yeah, thank you. Right? I mean, right? Like, if I'm if somebody's if somebody said to me like, "Be careful on the way to an Eagles concert," I'd tell them to fuck <laughs> off. Oh, fuck Even if it was my mom, I'd be like, "Mom, you haven't been outside in a while, have you?" Right. I'm literally going pudding. <laughs> You're talking about pudding? I'm talking about pudding. Dude, it's... <laughs> an eagle, I mean, it's just... The yeah, you're going to sit down. You're I'm a drink, fan, goddammit. You sit down, drink a beer, drink smoke a, beer, a joint. Smoke a joint. That's and it. The, the mean age has got... Sing you're probably a, on the younger side. Sing along to yeah. get over it, and then you're going to be fine. So, another long story short, I was at, I moved here the first time in 1990... What was it? Four to go to Cal State Northridge. I got uh, okay. accepted to go to Cal State Northridge. Good baseball team. And great baseball team. Yeah. And the day I woke up to drive here, I spent the night at my friend's house, and his mom woke me up. I, I still I thought it was an absolute dream. She's like, Ryan, you don't have a school. And I go, what are you talking about? And she turns the TV on, and it's MLK Day, and it's the 1994 Northridge earthquake. And I'm oh, supposed to go wow. to Cal State Northridge, and the school's destroyed. You it's don't done. have a school. That's I don't the have craziest wake-up sentence. And I'm getting ready to go put the ignition in my little Honda Civic, 1990 Honda Civic with the original rims, start it, and you, drive it to LA. You had just filled up your binder Packed. and put, your, Everything. put yeah. all your pens and pencils in your All in my your pile shit's in the Close it up. My trapper keeper's you ready You thought about roll. the stickers you were going to put on your binder <laughs> all in your backpack? Like, oh, I'm going to have the funniest whiteboard ever. And I'm, I'm and I come out anyway, and um, that's a whole nother story. But while I'm out here, uh, there's a friend of mine from high school that was, is living here, and his brother and girlfriend—they're a little older. Um, they're like the Eagles had reunited. This was the first time they reunited. Okay. They did the Hell freezes over tour. Big deal. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, let's tour. go to Irvine. This was the back when it was the Irvine Amphitheater yeah. down there by the club, and um, Rick was. So my friend's Kevin, his brother's Rick, and his. His girlfriend's name is Nicole, I think it was. And Rick had a Toyota Land Cruiser, the old kind where the seats in the back faced like we are right nice. now. Nice. Oh, yeah. okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, the yeah, back's yeah. I remember those. We drive down in the summer. We go down, and Rick and his girlfriend are drinking wine. Like, you know, and back then, I'm, what was I, 20? I, wasn't, I think I might have turned 21 while I was here. So, you know, we're just clowning them for being highfalutin at the Eagles show and <laughs> You know, we're smoking weed and, and we're drinking beer, but we run out of beer. So now only thing that's left to drink is the wine. So mm-hmm. Kevin and I drink wine. You know, it's the first time I'd ever had real wine, like drank it myself, yeah. not a sip from church or someone else. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. Uh, and we drank it like beer and we got fucking wasted to the point where I passed out in the show um and i woke up for like the encore which is all the good songs and joe walsh that was it that's all i saw i missed glenn fry i'm, I'm sure oh, i missed the heat is on right. i'm sure i missed the last worthless evening all that shit, shit from the other guys but it didn't matter i got the good part of yeah. it and i'm wasted but i'm dancing i'm running around and when we leave we're walking through the parking lot and back then it was just a sea of cars yeah. Bumper to bumper to leave. You're just yeah, in traffic like, for I, I a while. I think there's maybe one way in, one way out, or maybe, two, right. maybe, or maybe two ways in. That's Not it. That, well that, done. That, that's it. And um, we're sitting in the back. Kevin and I are facing each other like we are, and I'm mm-hmm. on this side. We're going this way. 
And the last thing I remember, we're doing nothing wrong. Because, first of all, I can't. I'm still wasted. Sure. We're just leaning forward. We're not talking to anyone or anything. And right. I hear Rick say, watch out for these guys. And then literally woke up in the hospital. What? Yeah. Woke up in the hospital. And what happened, time I found travel. out later. I time traveled. <laughs> time traveled. That's where I went. I didn't think about Hitler you, either. It's so funny how you, I mean, it's not funny, but just like there's always, you always hear one thing before the that lights That was what going. I remember. Yeah. Like, the lights went did you, out. Did you see anything? Did you see like one stone Nothing. eagle's fan? Didn't like, hear oh, it. no. And then. And what happened was a, a bald eagle hit me. Right? The <laughs> Knock me out of the fucking bed. Like, what are the odds? I was like, the goddamn what evil. Are the I didn't know the after show was gonna be violent. <laughs> no. Uh, Good thing I didn't see the scorpions. So what happened? Where there were two. <laughs> there That's were the two other reaction, guys. But I got it in. Uh, I, you got it. Yeah, in. yeah. There were two other guys that were more wasted than we were. That were just looking for trouble. And while we're in the car trying to get out, we're we're sitting ducks on this open back thing and yeah. we, you know we're we're leaning on the fucking seat we're done that you can tell we're done yeah and one guy on his side grabbed him by the shoulder and ripped him over the side and out and another guy did the same thing to me Holy and shit. then when i fell i hit my head and i was unconscious and the guy kicked me in the face it broke my jaw jesus um and just started pummeling me and now all of this is being told to me later by innocent bystanders, Rick and his girlfriend, and mm -hmm. the police report, uh, and the police in the hospital. Yeah. So now there is a, there is an interesting element to like the recounts because people like you're hyped up when you're retelling these stories, and also when it's your buddy, you're probably like adding some other details and like it's always like I'm sure the what actually happened was crazy but like your friend's always like and then fucking like and the guy punched him and like he was a fucking bitch ass punch <laughs> like they're adding unnecessary yeah, details totally. like and he had a stupid fucking shirt on right. but anyway like and he fucked like what like and I'm like where'd he get kerosene yeah, yeah. <laughs> set me on fire three times yeah, yeah. nobody saw that but I did I, God, I, I was there the I put I the fire out yeah uh, how long were you in the hospital for just the, not long, overnight. So um, I I was chewing gum at the time, and when I fell and hit my head, Rick's girlfriend, Nicole, she was a Beverly Hills girl, super hot. And back then, she had a cell phone because she was right. rich. <laughs> Beverly Hills, 90210. So she called <laughs> the police <laughs> for me. <laughs> and uh, Or called 911, they sent an ambulance in. I mean, I had an ambulance. I don't remember. I was yeah. in it and don't remember any of it. So. Jeez. I'm on the ground. She thought my teeth had been knocked out, but it was the gum. And she's like, I was so worried about you. People couldn't see you. They started inching over me. And she had to stop. Like, they're just coming up, and she had to stop them. So all these people got out, and they all were like, these two, we've been sitting behind them in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic for 10 minutes. They've done nothing. They've mm -hmm. said nothing to anyone. Thank these God. two dudes were just looking for fights, and they were easy victims, and they, they fucked us both up. So There's always those guys at every event. Yep. Just, like, they go out looking to drink as much as possible. Well, they show up fucked up, and then they get more fucked up there, and then they're just like... Who's doing nothing and deserves yeah. These idiots over here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And then there's always the idiots that get beat up by them, like me and my <laughs> friends. <have. laughs> Do you ever look back on days like that and go, it's amazing <laughs> Like I'm alive? I am lucky I'm alive because yeah. um, I, I woke up. I remember coming to, and I knew I was in a bed, and I, I felt like I was in a hospital. I still don't know what's happened. And I see my friend Kevin just walking by, and I'm like, Am I fucking? Am I dreaming? You know, so I, I wave and he waves back and he's laughing, and then I this is what I, this is everything I remember coming to. So I don't remember being tended to by 
police. Do you remember what flavored Jello you ate? It was lime. There it is. <laughs> I don't remember important um, details. <laughs> I don't remember an ambulance ride. I don't remember Fuck. a gurney into there. I don't remember being admitted or put. It. Yeah. I just woke up and um, the nurse came and she gave me ginger ale and she goes, "Now listen, sip it or you'll get sick." And I gulped. I was dying of thirst. Come and on. then I yeah. immediately puked everywhere. And she's like, "Oh my god." She's like, "You are. You have a serious concussion." You're still concussed. You know, we have to stitch your head. So I remember the Jeez. doctor coming in. I can't open my eyes. And he's like, how much you had to drink tonight? And I'm like, not much. He's like, listen, your blood. I can't remember what my, it's on the report. I don't remember what it was, but it was still over 0.08 hours after I had bled, vomited, laid there, the whole thing. Damn. And he's like, you're too inebriated and too concussed to put you under. I have to stitch you without anesthesia. And I was oh, like, okay. Okay. Yeah, and I was still so fucked up. I, I couldn't mean, feel it. I'm not a soldier. I felt pressure, yeah. but it did not hurt. And he stitched for a, what felt to me like forever. Wow. And I just kept remembering. I was asking, like, please put those warm blankets on me. Like the hospitals have those. Warm, they do. I don't know if they microwave them. What the fuck <laughs> they do? Those <laughs> things. Probably. But they lay that warm shit on you, and it feels so good. And um. <laughs> And then she came in, and then that's when they started telling me everything. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah. So then the police came, and they're like, you you guys are still too fucked up. We want you to get a hotel, sleep it off for a little bit. And we got this, like, like a Motel 6 around the corner with two, two queen beds. And Kevin and I just laid side by side in excruciating pain. Like, he was busted above the eye. Like, we got jacked. Yeah. And we can't fall asleep. And by the way... You're not supposed to no. go to sleep. I, I was about to say, if you got that's what they told us to do. Yeah, you're supposed to stay awake. You're supposed to stay awake. Yeah. So, at this point, we can't do anything, and we get back in Rick's Land Cruiser, old ass <laughs> Land Cruiser, and now every bump from oh, Irvine Jesus. to L.A. is is like being jumped all over again. You know, oh. you're just like, oh, oh, oh <laughs> god, the whole way. We get back, and then the police call Nicole on her cell phone, and she's like, this is the police. They want to talk to you. And the guy gets on. He's a dick. He's like, you're going to be, uh, uh, what do he say? You're going to be um, arrogant again? I go, what? He's like, you're going to be yelling at me again? I go, I don't even remember talking to you. Yeah, yeah. I have Whatever I said, I should get a pass on because I was fucking jumped. Turns out these two guys were amateur boxers. And they were trying. Kevin's dad was trying to get a lawsuit against them because you know you're supposed to register your hands and all that shit as lethal right. weapons if you you're trained. No way, boxers. I be, I'm almost positive you are as boxers. Um, dude, somebody should have told me that. I'm after, dude. Well, the last time I played Mike Tyson's Punch Out, I fucking <laughs> dude. The way I hit those buttons, like I should have registered these you thumbs. Register yeah. your thumbs, dude. <laughs> you right. can't fucking. But so he was trying to get a whole lawsuit against the, you know the Irvine everything for, for us sure. to take care of, but. The police were so non-cooperative, and just because we were okay, Surprising. didn't give a fuck. So now I'm back in my little shitty, uh, I don't even have, so I was supposed to be in a dorm with three other guys, a quad mm -hmm. at Cal State Northridge, but now I'm in this like studio where I have a shared bathroom with a guy on the other side just across the campus, you know, it's my own little room, mm -hmm. and I'm laying in this twin bed, and I can't, I mean, I just fall asleep, I can't help it, but I call my little brother, and I'm like, man, I tell him everything. And then I guess I fell asleep for like three or four hours. And when I wake up, I call my brother again. I tell him everything. He goes, are you serious? I go, yeah, man. He goes, no, I mean, are you serious? You called me three hours ago and told me a story. I have no recollection of anything. Whoa. I looked in the mirror when I was in the hospital. Yeah. And my jaw was out like this, like fucking twice the size of Popeye because they had kicked it and fractured. It's on this side. I permanently have TMJ now. 
Uh, I've got a, a permanent like bump that you can feel here with a scar. Like it altered my fucking skull. And I didn't go to school for two days because I couldn't talk and my face was so fat. I was like, I'm not, I don't, I can't talk. And the last thing I want to do is have to tell every single right. person what just fucking happened. Because that's the kind of thing that when it, people see it. What happened? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah no one just lets that go. Also, that, that would have been your first few days at school? Yeah. No, 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 no. I was oh, there that was for a way, little bit. People okay. know me, but still. I mean, but you showed up with the scars and stuff later. Yeah, right? I mean, my head's got a flesh wound on it. And when I got back to Maryland, that's how long I had to keep it in. When I got back to Maryland, I didn't feel like paying for it, so I just snipped the stitches and slid them out myself. Oh, saved, saved the bucks. I did go to the... Um, it used to be Liberty Med. We used to call it the animal shelter because it just sucked. It was like an emer- <laughs> it was like an urgent uh, care, yeah. you know. We that's called not, it the animal shelter. That's not a good name for a hospital. <laughs> and, uh, I was gonna let them do it, but they were like, "It's a two hour wait," and I was like, "Fuck this!" and just went home. And I told my friend, "I'm like, just snip right here on this knot, and yeah. then I'll pull it out, and that's it, done." Damn. Now you, uh, that is, I mean, that's fucking crazy. Hell froze over. I gotta tell you, you're like, I mean, <laughs> I, I get it. I got the pun. I don't know anybody who's had that many like oh you should be dead stories I I, I mean escaped I mean like that's fuck I mean like some of these like public beatdowns dude it's like you're one hitting the ground or like a a A temple shot yeah dude done you're going to jail forever or you're dead forever either way that that knockout game kids were doing for a while I'm like what are you you're gonna kill somebody yeah You're gonna kill somebody coming up behind and sucker punch. You're gonna kill them for real. And the whole th- and like this is all before cell phones and before everyone had a camera. Now I I would hope that there's at least some hesitation from people because there's some knowledge that oh wait someone could videotape yeah. me real easily and but, then that and that's the evidence. But and that's it. Damn, your uh, your master storytelling is no surprise that you not only are EP on the Comedy Jam. I love the Comedy. I'm uh, not an EP. You're I'm not? not. No, I'm a senior producer. Okay. Right. Well, I feel like you I, are, I got a, I guess I say, you're a heavy yeah. contributor. I'm very heavy contributor. And a story editor. Yeah, story producer. Story producer. Editor. So for people who don't know, when is this next season going to come out? March 22nd. That okay. soon? Yeah, it's coming. That's incredible. Yeah, the, the, I believe the rough cuts for almost all episodes are done, and now they're, you know, mm-hmm. fine cutting everything. So the special uh, came out this fall, right? On Comedy Central? Yeah, I was trying to remember when. I, I want to say it was. It was. Yeah. yeah, we all went to the improv and watched right. there. I've talked great. about, well, I think we've even talked about it last time you were here, but, uh, and, you know, just every, I mean, from Bonnaroo to Bummers, I've talked about it, but we've talked about it a bunch. Um, for those of you who don't know what the show is, um, you will after this next I see. Definitely this will. This season's going, I mean, like, that special. So basically, the show started, Josh Adamire started the show um, in LA. Did you, were you involved when he, at least when he first got it going? Like, I mean this wind of it? The show. Yeah, like, and yeah the I did the very theater. first one. Yeah. It was me, Larson, Bronger, and That's Burr. Right. That's right. And, mm-hmm. uh, and he did, came to you and he was like, I got the show. It's going to be... And I was like... Tell a story in. and then sing a song with the band. And I can't sing. And I just loved every fucking second of it. I did Sail On by Lionel Richie and the oh, Commodores. well done. Yeah. We've all done it. Yeah. All of us at this table. Have done yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's the most fun... It's the most fun you have, and it's the most, it's the most fun show to watch. It's the most fun to be a part of. It, it's fucking incredible I've, comics, done, I've done it four times yeah. I'll do it every night of the week if you ask awesome. me to and to see comics like Bill Burr put their stamp on it and Jim Jeffries and Dan Cook and Nick Louis Schwartz C.K. Louis C.K. Sarah yeah. Silverman and for them to even say like you know 
for people that like have a musical background to like to obviously say like oh it's the most fun because you get to live out your rockstar fantasy but then for like people of that stature that you would think yeah. oh, maybe Louis C.K. big for yeah. it or just not like you it, once it gets a, a homegrown show for us like that in that that all of us are on you're just like oh yeah like this is our thing like the big dogs like what do they want to do with it right. and then when they're like oh this is the most fun ever it's the most fun yeah. Yeah. ever so comics do a set and then uh, I guess for the specials though you tell a story yeah and then so- they sing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the comedy. So it's a longer live show. You get yeah. to do some stand up. Then you tell mm-hmm. your story and all. So when I was on stage, I was like, "This, no doubt, this is a fucking show." But the comedy should just be the story. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. have that long. Yep. Uh, set anyway. You get your story, and um, and for the for the series, we it's not just comedians, entertainers. We had some actors and. Uh, you know, we've got Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Um, Can you say who's... Yeah, I guess it was announced, Yeah, right? yeah. a lot of it was announced. Yeah. And I've asked, too, to be all right to make sure we're allowed to say who. But, the, mm-hmm. um, but, but there's surprise really, guests. Yeah, a yeah, lot of can't. surprise guests. Like in the special, it was Adam Devine, Natasha Leggero, Jay Farrell, Pete Davidson. And Coolio came out with That's Pete right. Davidson and did Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> great, great movie. That element is even more prominent in Much this more. series. Yeah. And it's like... I mean, I went to one of the tapings, <laughs> and it was, A, the venue... I felt it was much more conducive for yes, the essence of the, the comedy jam. Yeah, um, the crowd, the everything was just like very much representative of what the show is, yeah. and uh, and and even like just shot looked like it was even shot more beautifully with like some of these swooping dolly shots. Well, because you had you had a time to do it. You had you had like you had a run through, and now budget, you had a budget, yeah. and now you could actually you know. Well, take, budget's take, a big thing. You yeah. all know that, and Comedy yeah. Central really got behind this show. I mean, awesome. there were Joel Gallen directed, and he was fantastic. I mean, there were 20-some cameras for this. 20-some cameras. And then Amazing. I was working with um, Mike Lawrence and Eric Abrams and David Wilde, and we would also go down and do the documentary-style footage in the green room. So yeah. you're going to mm-hmm. see a lot of that stuff. You get a lot of bonus stuff that you don't see just on stage. You get more of your you know people you love. That's what Josh was telling me about. And I was like, dude, what a great idea to capture that before moment. Because, A, I mean, this is why people love podcasts and any sort of stand-up documentary. Like, people want that inside look of just like what it is like what we're doing when we're not on stage and what like any sort of prep that goes into especially a show like that that hasn't been done before right and so mm-hmm. to see people you know how they're preparing and, and afterwards to see like you know because you see people have some of these epic performances like uh like you know like that uh like the we're just talking about how tiffany haddish crushed it rushed and like mm-hmm. you know i'm sure you you want to see like i'm very curious to see like what happened with her in the moments after she walked off stage and you guys capture oh. that yeah, we've got that. And also it's it's nice too to see these people that you you look up to in our industry and and you're like, "Man, you're nervous." And they're yeah, nervous. I was they're about nervous. to say like cuz I've seen guys uh just in the live show, not not even the TV taping, just scared backstage nervous. because they're singing right. and there's it's and they're out of their element. That's not what they do. I mean, I mean we talked about Louis CK. I saw him do Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd That's right. and he was scared as hell backstage. That's right. And he's the king of all stand up and he's like backstage going like so how does this like do, do you sing? Do they know I can't sing? Do right. they, and and like you see superstars that have millions Worry. of dollars That's right. scared. Scared. It's insane. What would yep. you tell some of these? So you were uh, um, helping people shape their stories, yeah? Yeah. Well, some people didn't have stories and had had a nugget of an idea, a nugget of an idea that you helped them sort of make a story out of that. Sure. And you're um, and like Adam said, you're a master storyteller. That's nice, you guys. What do you think goes it's into? What you do. Yeah. What do you think goes into? Uh, a. You got to live a life worth having a you know. That's right. Worth talking about, but also. 
being self-aware enough to know like the beats like dude you know we've all heard shit i mean some of my mom's friends uh that i've like that will come over and tell these long stories they go nowhere like that nowhere. i was at this one mm-hmm. shabbat dinner and this guy was like you know we went camping and uh and of course you know i i want the cooler because i want my i want my my beverages cold and so we get the get the camper we got it and uh grace brings the cooler and uh and we didn't get any ice and the nearest store is five miles. Yeah, you, know, you want to go out and get the ice. So uh, like here's where they're going to get held up. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some shit's going to happen, yeah, right? I'm like, waiting for like, all right. So someone has a Bruce like, Lee moment, right. like knocks out the villain. Like, no, what the fuck happened? That story ended with him being like, ah, so I was like, I just drink it without ice. I, I mean, just drink it. Anyway, you guys didn't watch the Super Bowl. And it's just like, Jesus, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. 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 Not, transitions are terrible, and your story has no yeah. not with you. So I like, f- yeah, I feel like it's sort of a curse of being a comic. Is now we sort of hold everyone else to the standard of being able to tell a good story as we should. If yeah, you're gonna open your mouth totally. and take my attention. Fucking crush it. Um, I helped uh, with Josh too. Like Josh had the opportunity. So Josh Adam Myers, who created the show, uh, also has the After Jam, which is mm-hmm. the digital show yeah. for After, which is so much fun. Dude, some I, of that stuff is gonna be there. The I best can't footage. believe how many people actually came up there and did that. Like some people are like not doing it. Uh, Richie Sambora is like, I'm not going up to the roof because that's where we had to shoot. He goes, but mm-hmm. I'll let you guys come in my trailer and do some shit. And they were like, Yup. Going. So, you know, people played ball and and um it was a lot of fun. There were no you know, there were no real divas or or anyone no, no one was very difficult. Everyone came out and did it and they did it well. Everybody really did a good job. Um but Josh, you know, they had had an opportunity to tell a story and he kept wanting to tell this one story, which is a funny story, but I'm like that's not this is the story right here. And I told him, you know, you created this show. You should be the trendsetter. You should have what is you know, if someone says, well, give me an example of what sort of story or something I'm going to tell, you should have that example and lead by example. Like, this is your show. You created it. So I helped him work this story out. And, um, you know, to me, a good story, like, first of all, you, the, the goal was for digital, like, five, really, like, four. Uh, television was three, which, Jeez. I mean, exactly. Man. It's a that's a that's a minute and a half shorter than just a regular late night set, right? right. You know what I mean. So now you're trimming ninety seconds out of, of a story, and stories are told with much more, you know, vocabulary. For yeah, them, just something and that is slower. Got to yeah. be developed, and yeah. so I was like, you need to have your who, what, when, where, why out in the first thirty seconds. Yeah, get that out so that you can milk some pauses. That's right, and, and build some anticipation. And then for the next two minutes to two and a half minutes, you can go where you need to go. And then that last 30 seconds, you're going to get out of it. You're going to wrap it up nicely. And then you're going to transition into your story, your one sentence about why you're singing this song. It is Mm -hmm. that calculated. That's the way it should be. That's the way I see it. That's the way I think it should be. Not everyone, you know, and some people aren't storytellers. Some people are performers. And that's fine, too. But if you're going to tell a story, then tell a fucking story. And, And, you know, I also like... An arc. Oh, it should have an overall arc. And I also like. I was talking to um, Eric Abrams, Abrams about this, and we were talking about he, you know, and Kreischer, and he was talking to Ari, and you know, Ari does this is not happening, which is a great show, mm-hmm. and and you don't need to have funny, 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 funny all the way through. No, it's a different type of it's a different type of of uh, performance that's right. where that's not an expectation. Have your funny moments. Yeah. Tell a good story. Be entertaining. Have you know the audience there with you. Captivated, and then I think the end should have a callback to something that's major in the story that wraps it all up. You go out on a laugh, and boom, you're out. And I mean, Josh and I were working that story, you know, because 
our good friend Josh Adam Myers waited a little while yeah. to get that ready, you know. Even <laughs> yeah, though yeah. I was telling him months and months and months ago, yeah, you know what? You should probably yeah. get your story ready. Um, I got so, it. Don't worry, right, right, I got it. It's right. fine. It's fine, right? It's all up here. I'll just so, take it out there. You know, I'll just say it out there. So he was. Uh, <laughs> we were laughing because, I, like, when there was any time there would be a break, we would step outside the front of the parking lot, and I would have a stopwatch. And I'd be like, go, and he'd be like. And then, and he started doing this thing where we were laughing. Where he kept asking so many questions, like, "And why'd I do that? And where'd she go?" I go, "Why are you at? Just tell us." Stop. Well, remember what I said? That bumper sticker said, "And what comes after E?" You know, like, shut up. Just like we have fucking three to five minutes here. So I'm out there going, "No!" And I'm yelling out, "Like, start it again!" And we would hit. I'd be at like Good a boxing track. Yeah. Like, time four forty-five. But that's wow. no laughs. It's gonna be longer. We got to figure out some. Right. But we got him into a great place. And uh, he told a really funny, good story. And to me, um, and Mike Lawrence, who is a, a fantastic writer, unbelievable, yeah, went up to Josh and said, "Look, you got one of the best stories of the season." I was like, "Dude, that is so nice of you to fucking say." You know, that's really and coming from him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, good God. So cool. I was happy that that's my story. Josh Adam Myers told. That's. Uh, <laughs> And why did he tell it? Because I, <laughs> I wasn't ready. Yeah, because when Ryan did Ryan me tell too. me? He told me months ago. Was Mercury in retrograde? Probably was. That's also another way to tell a story. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're right. How did... Uh, wait, so Mike was a writer to... You had a team of writers just to help punch people's shit up? Is punch that, up yeah. and help them craft it. Some people were like, oh, I've got the story about this. And like, all right, well, mm-hmm. we need to help you tell that story. Yeah. And, you know, it needs to be relatable. People out there want to know that you're a human, you know? Sure. And, and the element of seeing them nervous. And, you know, I kept calling it that M&M moment where they were on the side pacing back and forth before <laughs> they go up the steps. Yeah, like yeah, we yeah. have all that caught. It's fuck. And you can hear Josh in the background like, ladies and gentlemen. And then they're coming up the steps. Ladies it's, and gentlemen. Yep. It's, this it's, next person. You know how you watch. Why are they going to tell a story? Because we hired them. We hired them. Are we going to pay them? Maybe the checks will clear. We're not sure. Um, but usually you see a comic just just off the curtain, and then they take a few steps yeah. and they go yeah. out. They're coming up the steps from the green room and the dressing room, and they're alongside the stage and going up that walk, and they're nervous. They're nervous, and it's great. You know, it's it's really fun. Uh, I can't wait to see it. Man. You, you you'll, you'll love it. And it, that's the other thing. They're half hour episodes, and they go by so fucking fast. Wow. Yeah, you, when you hour. came, you saw two show. You yeah. saw two episodes back to back. Joel Gallon so on point. 90, 95 minutes, you're in and out of there. For real, like rolling. Yeah, it was really tight and concise. Everybody was, you know, really rehearsed. I mean, I remember um, John Ranitsky telling me how much he oh, was like he was great. rehearsing for his uh, bit. Which, and what was great, too, is that just... It, and it really made me think about, you know, if I get a chance to, to do it, just like how... Like, people definitely... The bar's been set. Like, everyone yeah. really brought a... They you know, came. Yeah. And they crushed. And I, I was telling we just had Bobby Lee on the, the Crab Feast, and I was telling him, <laughs> yes. you know, like you, you, if you're, you know, if, you, if your goal is to be on camera as much as possible, then being in that green room, which is a live set, and being, you know, you, especially someone like Bobby, who just exudes personality, yeah. like you're also involved in the next show. So the show Bobby's on, he's getting a ton of green room attention and everything mm-hmm. too, Doc, or any comedian that comes can, you know, if you live there, you'll be shot. You have yeah. conversations, yeah. laughing. But since you're also there for two episodes, that even though, like, let's say you're episode one, you 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 may appear in the doc footage of two because right. you're there that night for two episodes. Right. So it behooves you to you know be personable and, and, and down there yeah. hanging out and having fun and everything because 
you know, the truth is we were talking about, like, when you watch American Idol, what do you get? Like, maybe two minutes of someone who can really fucking sing. You don't need three minutes of someone that, no. that just that can pull it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nine, you, you watch it around 90 seconds, two minutes. You're like, all right. They can they sing. They did it. They Great. can sing. They pulled it done. off. Great. Done. And you go back to more of the doc footage. So it's bookended. Your your segment is bookended with Great. the doc footage. And it's and coming together really nicely. And, and that's really so cool. cool that you guys do that in, in terms of like uh, the people that are just hanging out because that's how the real show is right. when, it, when it's done. Comics, I know that I would go constantly. Even if I wasn't performing, just because it was such a great hang, yeah, and it's a great, hang. and then and then to see comics outside of their element was all was always a trip. So I want to know how has um, how has that experience and fatherhood and uh, <laughs> and the current state of the country uh, shaped your your sets currently, and even just your your podcast talk. Well, I mean, podcast. It's changed everything for me. I mean, I have so many more stories that I never even considered taking the stage. And I like seeing other comedians come on and be like, I closed with that fucking story I told on the crab feast now. I'm like, God damn, yeah, man. I mean, it's happened on this one where we tell stories and we just go, oh, shit, that's yeah. a that's a The joke. benefit of having somebody yeah. else to, like, banter with is, like, invaluable, don't you? A hundred percent. And, uh, I mean, and you and Jay have such good rapport. And then just, like... The stories, I don't know how much you going into a given episode will prep. Like, do you make a list of things you want to talk about before each episode? Or do you try to? Just- I have a handful of stories I still haven't told yet that we just haven't gotten to. Yeah, and, and, no but idea other than how that, we'll call your episodes, I can't tell you yeah. how many times I've repeated a fucking story. I mean, so many. <laughs> sure. People be like, you've told that one already. I'm like, I'm sure I have. Thanks for listening. <laughs> you just go, Thanks for listening. So now it's like we really tell people, come with your favorite stories yeah. to tell. And if you mm-hmm. need, if you need any, like, you know, spark. Let us know. We'll throw some questions at you. Maybe jog your memory on some stuff. Um, which nothing makes me happier too than when you're sitting across with someone and you see the light going. Like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. this one time, and yeah. then I'm like, here we fucking, yeah, go. yeah. here we go. Because uh, you're passionate about wanting to tell. That yeah. Uh, have, you, have you gotten more stories from uh, just being a dad? I mean, is there just is yeah. it constant? Well, I'm a single dad, right? So mm-hmm. I um, and Jay and I. So our um, kids go to the same preschool. His son's one cla- a class ahead of my daughter. Uh, um, He's a little older, and we had just did a benefit stand-up show for the school, and the teachers came. The pastor, from, it was a, it's a little church, he came. We're like, oh, man. wait, do we need to be like rated G? <laughs> like, you better not be. Oh. My, my um, daughter's teacher told me, her name's Teacher Twyla. Uh, she's a, a black lady with like dyed red, like cherry red yes. hair. You know? love she, her. I love her. Love her already. And she's like, I can't wait to see the other side of you. I'm like, it's the same <laughs> side. I just can't tell this. Damn. Got a shit in the preschool. You're the two-year-olds in here, teacher twice. They'll soak it up. But you know what? That makes sense that they want you to be dirty yeah, and they don't want you to clean up because they're like, dude, we're around kids all day. Right. I can't say anything no. controversial. Brent like, Morin came. Yeah. He was on. It was oh, Jay. So Jay great. put it together. It was Jay, me, Brent Morin, Al Madrigal, and... Awesome. Uh, Owen Smith, and it was so much fun. And parents probably appreciate that. Oh, they so loved much. it. They had so much fun, and no one held back, and it was so much fun. But I just started talking about like as as a dad, like you know, I'm a single dad, so I'm not great at girls' hair yet. I, I can do the I call it the samurai. I got that one down. <laughs> like if the if Scrunchy, the teacher comes boom. in, if the teacher comes in late, and it's in the samurai. They're like, Dad dropped her off. Yeah. <laughs> I put pigtails in. I can do an okay job, but the part is like Charlie Brown's shirt. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't fucking get that going. This I'm, could I'm, be a new style. I'm trying on yeah. that. I'm, yeah. I'm, so I, I, I can, I'm an okay, I can grill, and I, so I've got to learn a little better food and stuff, but I, mm-hmm. I'm, 
I take. To, I love it. But you're I, trying, I, by the way. Is, I'm doing more than trying. Like yeah. my daughter's mother said to me the other day, she goes, "You're a really good father." And I was like, "Thank you, I appreciate that." Plus, at the, it was an you know an ugly situation. Um, you know, sh- we split, and at the same time, I mean, she was only one. I'm a new dad and a and a new single dad at the same Fuck. fucking time. Yeah, and. I was telling the teacher, like, on stage, I was like, I feel like you guys judge my lunches. <laughs> I feel like you're like, oh, this motherfucker sent goldfish again. <laughs> yeah, teacher Twilight, I sent goldfish again. <laughs> and for real, I started oh, thinking yeah. about, like, you're fucking judging. Like goldfish you sandwiches. Gold motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> don't even try I'm to get used, a piece I'm, of meat. <laughs> t- I'm taking that shit. Take goldfish just sandwiches. Just takes a couple pieces of bread. Yeah. Doesn't even take the this fish crackers out of the box, <laughs> dips the bread into the box, and whatever he comes up with. Oh my god! I started for real. Like they would say, the smaller the better, you know. They and so mm-hmm. I would. I was dicing my strawberries, dicing, them. and then I started thinking they're judging me, and I started slicing them like potato chips. I I started cutting a fruit differently. Oh my! God. Because I'm just sitting there thinking about these motherfuckers. Look at they're judging my lunches. <laughs> They're judging my fucking lunch. Does it? And like, I put I put the hair t- hair ties in my daughter's hair. Like, I'm 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 no joke. I match her. Like, I I do like one green sock, one pink sock. If she's got green and pink on a shirt, like it's I fucking I rock that shit. I'm, I'm a real I, I love I'm a really good fucking dad Before so far. I mean, here's a long uh, game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of the gate. All yeah, right. you can't <laughs> call the timeout yet. I'm leading on lap one. You can't, can't just do three good years and be like, I did three. I'm out. I was good those three years. <laughs> how is it? How has it affected you? Just I mean, I mean, do you, I hear this from every? And I really hone in on it when I hear it from comics who are new, like Owen. You know the things Owen Smith was telling me. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was seemed like a different person. I was giving him. I was giving him uh, sleep training advice. They were oh, doing yeah. it that night. Yeah. Has it really just changed you as a the way you just see everything? Everything. I mean, because the closest thing I have to a kid uh, are my nieces and Brad. I see, and it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, and so, same size clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's you know that's my nephew's shirt right there. <laughs> So that's you know I have that's my basis for comparison. That's how it started for me too. We're nieces and nephews, and I just fell in love with them. And you know, it, it's coming for you if it's something yeah. you want. It'll happen. And uh, but what's the main? I mean, obviously, it's like just, there's for co- you know, as well, a comic, people are like, you probably got more material now. But like, I'm more curious about like what what really? I mean, you know, feeling you, in life. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, taking everything with a little bit more um, appreciation and concern. Everything. Like, I've heard a saying, if you want to learn the value of time, have a child. Because it just flies by. Mm-hmm. And the saying, um, the the days are long and the years are short. And I can't believe my daughter's two already. Like, I, 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 I wasn't sleeping at first. I would sleep 17 minutes a night. For five and a half months, my daughter wouldn't sleep. You know, oh, and man. and and you just feel like it's never going to end. And now it feels like that was you know a, a blink of an eye. And mm-hmm. it was I would bounce her on this ball, an exercise ball, like that would calm her down. And it was equivalent to like riding. I, I'm telling you, it was like riding a horse. I bet you I've logged back and forth across this country five, six times <laughs> on horse on horseback, man, <laughs> on horseback. I would be crying because my back hurt. I'm so like, well. oh god, come on, man. there's not a covered wagon in sight. <laughs> Just go to sleep. Uh, Played the Oregon Trail for real. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Um, That's amazing. And now everything, like, I love watching her laugh and yeah. play. Like, I love 
but I'm myself with her. Like I'm like, all right, all right, settle down. You know, I, I just you know, and and she's smart and she's on point. She's funny. She's got a sense of humor. She so, gets jokes. Love that. Um, How early will you let her into your world? As far as like, like my nieces at seven, they want to see me do stand up, and there's a part of me that's like. Like I just want them to know. Like I tell them, like when I'm, I do, I tell jokes and this and that, and they'll pitch me jokes every now and then. Like, knock knock, who's there? Banana, banana who? Orange. I'm like, all right, we got to work <laughs> the timing and the material. But I get where you were going with that. Right, yeah, I yeah. like that you tried. Right. Uh, and then you know, poop is really funny to them still, which you know I'm a fan of. Hope yeah. that always be fun. Hope that never leaves. It will, it will never. never leave. But like, never left me. Yeah, there's a, there's a <laughs> it point. It leaves you. I hope it leaves. <laughs> there is a point that I want to show them like footage or yeah. something um but you know you also don't you know there is they are so impressionable that but i it, and it's like a creative thing too you want them to see that like that's that there's so much they don't know is possible until they see it that's so, right uh i don't know what age uh, my stepson he and i are very close and um i did this gig up at uh lake arrowhead yeah for an NPR show, and uh, they put you up in this haunted. Um, I found out later it was haunted. I had a haunt. It's my, always after. I had a haunted <laughs> experience there for real. Um, and uh, I did the show, and he's like, "Can I come watch?" And I was like, "You know what? Yeah, this has to be clean, and it has to be for um, NPR. So yeah, you can come watch this one." He came and watched, and he's like, "That's awesome." Um, and I've always told, I've told my daughter's mother and other people. I've told Jay. I've said it on the podcast. If something ever happens to me, and my daughter wants to know who I really am, just listen to every episode of The Crappy. <laughs> yeah, there's not. I'm an hour plus every week. I mean, there's idea. you would you would hear every story I've ever remembered. Yeah, you know, you would know all of me. And, and you're yourself. Everything. Yeah, you're I, you're not this five minute version of something on television. No, or, those are the those are the real stories. How right. else, how else would she know that you got uh, almost beaten to death at an Eagles concert? <laughs> how else would she would never know that? <laughs> that and, th- and know. Th- that's some valuable information to know to know about your dad. That also is. how else would she know the uh, critique that you're going through uh, every morning when you send her to school yeah, with those that's, right. that's exactly right. <laughs> I nail it on clothes. <laughs> I'm okay on hair. Um <laughs> And then I, feel like I Simon I, Cowell should be judging you. I make Listen, good lunches. <laughs> ten for clothes, <laughs> seven for hair. Thanks, Simon. The food was pathetic. <laughs> Here's the thing: my food's good. It is good. Like I'll give a peanut butter sandwich. Oh, that's yeah, that's class, fruit, classic. Good. And then like a little piece of cheese, I'll, like a little triangle of like, protein. She calls it cow yeah. cheese. I'll throw yeah. that in as a snack. But then I throw in something like goldfish or pretzels. You have to or something like that. Like something fun. Dude, I want her to be a. Don't kid. take away the best parts of being a kid. Like right. everyone that's like, you gotta have like it's gotta be all veggies and, and healthy, dude. Let there's a time for for kids to choose. Yes. they want to be healthy. Yes, like. And that's the but best not part. at two. They don't. They, yeah. can't, they can't make that decision. Give them a, a fucking gushers. Do you want M and M's? Yeah. Give them a gushers and just watch the smile on their face. Yes, yes dude. All right. But also, fun. every other kid in class is bringing shit. So you know, you're gonna tell your you're gonna Todd Morenovich your kid where you don't give him sugar or anything, and then he all of a sudden he fucking goes crazy. Also, you know? some of the best friendships I made were over trading for fucking oh, uh, bigger. Thank snacks. you. Yeah. Thank so you. Send them with something worth of value. If you, dude, if you just. No kid is being like, yo, you're going to finish the rest of those carrot sticks? I got a couple right, of holes yeah, right, I like to yeah. get off my chest. <laughs> like, you got to come in with something. Bring yeah. something to the table, literally. Yes. I remember, like, when we were kids, like, my mom, we had, like, Frosted Flakes and Cheerios. Great. 
But then we would go to other people's houses, and I was like, "What are Fruit Loops?" Yeah, dude. You know, that's when you learn yeah. that. What yeah, charm. Yeah, what are who uh, the fuck chocolate Captain Cheerios? Crunch? Yeah, yeah. Dude, who the fuck Cheerios. is Captain Crunch? <laughs> and what's he doing with all those berries? He's got a lot of berries and peanut butter. <laughs> and by the way, we all knew the one kid whose parents were crazy health conscious. We're like, "Well, we're not. Well, we're not going yeah. to Rob's. Not house. spend a night yeah. at Rob's. No, house. we're not going to Rob's house. Fuck that." Um, so you know, <laughs> I, I pack healthy lunches and good lunches, but I throw something in that's. And it's on their list. Yeah. It's on their list. But, I, you know, I might, you know, um, throw a couple extra little goldfish on the side. Tuck them on the side. Look at this pouch Goldfish right sandwiches, here, dude. Look at this pouch right here. <laughs> Two Capri Suns. That's how water. much daddy loves you. <laughs> That's right. I, uh, she only drinks water or, or these. She calls this daddy's drink. She'll, she'll sip on that's this. But, but she doesn't, she doesn't like By the way, that's, a wa- that, that's like a flavored water. Yeah. I just didn't want our listeners to be like, and then oh, she, sorry. And, I thought we were Facebook yeah, Live. And then, I I was and, then, and then she drinks daddy's drink. It's like whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> whiskey. yeah. <laughs> well, Ryan, you're, uh, you're crushing the father game. You're crushing the, Thank you, the stand-up game. Thank the you. podcast yeah. is... One of the best out there. That's right. very nice, you guys, to say. You both need to come back on. Yeah, oh, love coming on your podcast. Uh, Fuck the, the crab feast. Five, five stars. stars. Yeah, baby. Um, what March twenty second? March twenty second for the comedy. The jam. comedy jam. Mm-hmm. I cannot. There's. I mean, when I say it's my favorite show, like it's my favorite show. So, it is. And you guys uh, captured everything in the live show uh, for the screen, which is like. Hey man, sometimes it doesn't always go that way, you know. Burt Kreischer comes off stage and he is. Wait till you see it. Yeah. The adrenaline. Yeah. He's like, my hour special wasn't shit compared to that. He said, <laughs> "That's unbelievable. That is a." And his hour special praise. was great. I mean, his hour special is phenomenal. Yeah. And and but the that rush you get, yeah. just that that boom right there, that immediate fucking thing that you want, that drug that we all chase. Mm-hmm. It, you get it and you get to get out of there and you just fucking you just it's coursing Dude, through you mark my words stop. it's gonna be the next big thing and hopefully hope so. yeah. and hopefully we can get on it before it's like you know next yeah. season with Will Ferrell and yeah. Susan Sarandon <laughs> singing Billy Ocean's Get Out of My Dreams Get Into My Car and Billy Ocean comes out <laughs> oh god he's like uh, Susan yeah. get on my bus girl. <laughs> get, get out, out everybody <laughs> subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? 
got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.